You are listening to the Lifebox Media Channel, where you podcast. Please like and subscribe. Welcome to Lifebox Media Channel Radio Podcast. Today, it's my steep pleasure to have one country music artist, Tess Frizzell. How are you today? Oh my goodness. Good morning. How are you guys? Fantastic. How you hold up today? How's your day going? Oh, great. Well, I just said good morning. It's already afternoon. Yeah, so yeah. We're both behind a little bit. We'll work on it, right? <laughs> Oh, gosh. (laughs) I understand that. And uh, how's things been going? Congratulations on a great song. The wrong one, by the way. I just listened to it. Man, that's got an old feel to it, girl. Oh, thank you so much. I love getting to hear a response on it. You know, we were. We were going for, like, that retro vibe, but, like, fresh and new. Of course, I love good old classic countries, though. But thank you. It's been so exciting. Tell me a little bit about the song. Well, you know, it's got a crazy backstory. My grandmother, um, singer, songwriter, country music hall of famer, Dottie West, yes. she she uh, started, you know, all of these song lyrics. And we have these notepads back from the 1960s where she just, you know, jotted down a title or a hook or a couple of lines to a song, but they're unfinished. And so I actually joined up with hit songwriter Bobby Tomberlin and hit songwriter Billy Lawson. And we finished this song together and then cut it at Wishbone Studios and Muscle Shoals. And so it's just crazy that all these years later, I can say I'm actually a co-writer with my grandmother. <laughs> now, see, that that's pretty badass. I mean, you know, it, 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 it's, it's funny. I, I look at it. I heard something about like, you know, and, and I'm, a, I'm, I'm a scotch drinker, but I drink a little bit of bourbon, too. And John Wayne's kids <laughs> found some notes from back in the day like that, you know, of what was his perfect drinks. Here you are, you know, well, what was it like finding some notes and going over some notes of, of, you know, your grandmother's legendary songs and stuff? Oh, my gosh. Well, just totally surreal because, you know, there's something really wild about, like, seeing someone's handwriting, you know, and just, like, thoughts of lyrics and just where she would go, you know, with these ideas and then just seeing... Her handwriting, too, it's like an extension of a person. And, of course, her handwriting is, like, gorgeous. You would think, you know, (laughs) jotting down a quick song idea, it would be, like, pick and scratch. But (laughs) it's totally gorgeous. And uh, But just, you know, amazing. And this idea had been done just one other time a couple of years ago when Bobby went through the notebooks and he joined up with Steve Warner to finish a song. And, of course, my grandmother got Steve Warner started, you know, and... uh, put him on the road with her when he was only 17 and so he knew her so well and credits her for for his uh start in the business and so they finished one together and her one of her best friends Jeannie Seeley actually cut the song and so that's where we got the idea we were like well that was pretty magical let's do it again <laughs> yeah, and I love Miss Jeannie she's been on the show and I love her to death yeah. and she's awesome and you know yeah. like, it, it, it's, it's funny though I mean you just the magic of you know it's like one of those movies where they open up the book, you know, and it's like, yeah. ooh, you know. Yeah, like going back in time. Yeah, it kind of got chills as you just said that, you know, it's kind of cool. Yeah. I, I, don't, I don't mark out like that often, but that's kind of cool, you know, <laughs> that you kind of get that feel off of that. Yeah. And, and see, you do have a bit of an old sound to it, but it mm-hmm. kind of jumps a, a bit forward so you can feel it now. And it's funny, you said the retro feel, and I, I make a joke, but it's true that you listen to all the commercials on TV – they're 45, 50, 60 year old songs. So, mm-hmm. yep, that's you know, true. Why? Because they're great songs. 
And, yeah. uh, and they're not easy to throw out there and write. So now you take something and you put this whole make together on it and you give it your feel to it. And I think that's the idea I think that somebody misses with just covering a song or whatever else it is, which is great. And there's some great covers out there. I'm not knocking sure. anybody for doing it. Yeah. But all of a sudden, but you just kind of put your touch on it. And I feel yeah. it's really cool. Yeah. Well, thank you. And that's definitely what we were going for. You know, I'm back when, and I hate to be that person that's like back when country music, you know, but the thing is back then you would hear a song and within seconds you knew who the singer was or, right. you know, the song just lasted for years. Yeah. And, and now I feel like we've kind of lost that like songs from a year ago, you don't remember. And so we were definitely going for that, like, you know, old school, but fresh and where, yeah. you know, 50 years from now you hear the lyrics to this song and it's going to like, Rain true with somebody. Well, to, to make you to make your point, last night I'm looking and it took sixty years for uh, I think I think I think it was Heartbreak Hotel to get broken by Justin Bieber. So it's like wow. you know that long on the charts. So you were just wow. saying that thirty something, thirty seven, thirty nine weeks something like that was on the charts. Back then these songs stayed on the charts for you, you heard it into the beginning yes. of the next year. Yes, you know, absolutely. And, and, yeah. and it wasn't an oldie until it was an oldie. You know? Yes, exactly. Yeah. So the idea to bring something forward, I think the idea is there, and, and it has to have sincerity and feeling, and obviously you being a multi-generational, I mean, you, you got it in your blood on all sides. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I know, I, I couldn't escape it. <laughs> you know, I mean... <laughs> and, and, and it's funny that 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 every every multiple multiple generation artist I have on the show comes out with the same deal. Well, it's got its pluses and it's got its curses, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and but you know, but yeah, but you bring such a great sound to it. And I want to ask you something about Muscle Shoals. You know, I, I've interviewed a couple artists from down there, and they say yeah. there's something magical about it down there. Do you feel that too? Oh my gosh, it is so crazy. It really is magic. I mean, you go down there and it is like that whole place is just seeped in, you know, music history and you you enter that place and you you really feel like wow, Percy Sledge cut here, Aretha wow. Franklin cut here. Mm -hmm. And actually Wishbone Studios where I cut the song you go in and it is still kind of unchanged. It's got that retro vibe. Of course, they've updated the, the music equipment. Right. But I mean, you go in and it is totally the retro vibe. And that's actually where Roy Orbison cut there. Hank Jr. actually cut family tradition in this studio, which is, I feel like, kind of like my my motto. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I, I totally relate to the song. So, <laughs> well, again, another multi generational guy. You know, yeah. I, mean, so, <laughs> I mean, you're falling right us. Now, now, let me ask you about that. So, you know, give us a little bit of familiarity to some of our listeners because we have listeners in you know, 69 countries around the world. Tell us a little bit about your your relative background. Yeah, well, so I'm the daughter of Shelley West. Of course, she had hits like Jose Cuervo and. Uh, You're the Reason God Made Oklahoma, and she's the daughter of my grandmother, Dottie West. And then on my other side, my dad is Alan Frizzell. He's a singer-songwriter, had a number one hit with Gene Watson. Um, and then his older brothers, David Frizzell, who is my mother's duet partner, and uh, had hits like Gonna Hire a Wino and, of course, Oklahoma with my mom. And then their oldest brother, um, country music hall of famer lefty frizzell so you know talking about hank there for a second lefty lefty was actually on tour with hank williams you know and 
probably a good thing there wasn't cell phones back in that day or they would have <laughs> been in even more trouble. <laughs> you know, I, I'll tell you what, I joke, you know, and, and I, I mean, I'm in my mid-50s, you know, and I was on the road for a long time and I sit there and look and said, my God, baby Jesus, this is a good thing. A lot of things, there wasn't cell phones back in the day. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, you know, just, just that, that's that Vegas thing, you know, it stays back there, you know. Yeah, and, exactly. And, and a lot of those stories you don't share anymore, you know. Yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Um, you know, but yeah, but that's it, it's funny though. But so, who were your inspirations growing up? Obviously, besides family, who were yeah, your inspirations yeah. growing up in the music field? Oh God! Well, I was a huge Linda Ronstadt fan oh and Emmy Lou Harris. And, you know, then as as time went by, I loved Patty Loveless and I loved Leanne Womack. But mm-hmm. you know, probably one of my all time favorites, if you're going to include like the songwriting and and the style, is Merle Haggard. And what's funny is, you know, as a kid, I didn't even know. I had no idea what famous was. <laughs> everybody we were around was a singer, and I dinner didn't table really was was everybody. <laughs> Yeah, it was pretty much everybody. So as a kid, you know, there would be times mom would be doing her show and I actually snuck up onto Merle Haggard's bus (laughs) and uh, he had a little dog and so I'd sneak on his bus, you know, but it didn't really mean anything to me. And then as I got older, I had the honor of being on a project um, and I was on an album that Merle Haggard sang on and I remember talking to him after uh, the TV taping of this project, and it was so funny, because at this point, I'm an adult, and I'm talking to him, and he, of course, knows who I am, and he's talking about memories with mom and Lake Shasta, and it just hits me out of nowhere, and I have this fan moment, and I'm like, what has come over me? I'm like, (laughs) I don't even know what's happening to me. (laughs) I'm totally having a fan moment. (laughs) You you know, it's, it's funny you say that, because, you know, and in one way you're tainted in a, in a good way and a bad way that you know you everybody you see at the barbecue is somebody you know yeah. but but then all of a sudden you know and it's uncle joe and it's uncle such and such and it's hey such and such and hey mr such and such or mrs such and such or whatever and then all of a sudden you know you're in the field and a lot of people are like you know, I, I used to get the old thing well you know hey kid come here kind of like well then all of a sudden I was the one doing hey kid come here you know but then all of a sudden you're like wow that's such and such you know yeah, I'm a grown. I'm a grown man sitting there going, "How you doing, sir?" And, you know, right. and, and well, why you call me sir now? You've known me for 25 years. Well, right, you know, exactly. So, so that part of it, I, I, I love the idea that you shared that because yeah, it came around that all of a sudden yeah. that that you're, uh, you know, hey, sir, wow, Merle Haggard. Yeah. Whoa. I'm, I'm, oh, I'm yeah. on Merle Haggard's bus now. Somebody's like, "Did you go?" Really. Right. You need yeah. a dog? You know, oh, you, yeah. you play with his dog? <laughs> yeah, definitely. Total full circle moment there. And, and, and with that being said, you know, and, and Merle being the legend that, that, that he is, what would be, give me one of your favorite moments with Merle. Oh, gosh. Well, you know, what's crazy is that Merle really credits my Uncle Lefty for getting him started because he was just a teenager and Lefty convinces you know pulls him up on stage hands him his guitar and so lefty over the years was like i I mean merle over the years was really if he saw frizzell you were family and the thing about merle is i mean his personality was not you know for most people you had to really catch him on the right day if he wanted to actually hold a conversation (laughs) but if you were a frizzell he absolutely dropped 
everything and gave you the time of day. He would sit and talk. He'd bring you up on the bus. He'd get you into the show, whatever it was. And that really spoke to me because those people from back then, you know, it's like they were loyal to the end. It was really family and they didn't forget. Well, just like I mentioned, Steve Warner, I mean, absolutely just would not forget and would, you know, pay their respects and, and always give credit where it was due. You know, and, and it's funny you mentioned Steve Warner, and and I I think he he's like Keith Urban. He doesn't get enough outside yeah. of the country music world. He doesn't yeah. get enough respect. I mean, his yeah. guitar work is is insane. phenomenal, insane. I mean, you know, yeah. is as good as it gets. Yeah, you know, I I felt the same way in country music and in music period. People said it about Glenn Campbell, but until yeah. you saw him, Steve Warner, you know, the same thing, you know, and, yeah. and, and yeah. you know, I look at that and go, man, and I saw him a couple of years ago live and I just, my jaw just hits the ground, you know, and, and I think about Absolutely. this 19 year old kid, you know, yeah. playing like coming up to your, you know, your uncle and Hey, you know, that, that is really yeah. cool. And, and crediting back. And he's such an icon himself already. Yeah, absolutely. You know, there's, there's a few of those out there that they just don't quite get um, the credit they deserve because he is just phenomenal and and uh, and such a great guy too. But it's just crazy how my grandmother was so good at spotting that talent. I mean, right. she saw him play that one time and literally, I mean, he was like 17, 18 and convinces his <laughs> mom. She says, he's coming on the road with me. I'll take care of him. But he's got the talent. But I, but I heard that she always had that motherly, grandmotherly yeah. type yes. thing, yeah. you know, uh, with with people, you know, uh, as well. And I think that's really cool. And it, and it takes yeah. a certain person to come yeah. on the road. The road's a, the road's a rough deal. You know? Right. <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> you need a friend on the road. It's rough. <laughs> you know, I mean, uh, but... And so speaking of which, so what do you have coming up? You have this, you have this great song, The Wrong One Out, right now. What do you have coming up? Oh, gosh, you know, I have just been really enjoying the release of this song. It's been so exciting. It just made the world premiere on WSM radio here in Nashville. And and it was just, you know, crazy and so full circle to have that moment and um, just really enjoying the good response on this. It's been so fun. And of course, my mom is retired from singing, but she has really, it's been so interesting to see it flip. And now she's the mother and I'm the daughter. And so she, it's been fun watching her and she's so excited. And she told me the other day that she's been anonymously calling W quest it. And I thought, Oh gosh, they all know you over there. I don't (laughs) think it's anonymous. Miss West is calling again for her daughter. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Oh, gosh. So it's been so fun. And, of course, we just had several shows this past week, CMA Fest. And I've got a lot coming up. Gunnersville, Alabama with Mo Pitney and Bobby Tomberlin. And, nice. Uh, yeah, and some other ones. Of course, I'm particularly excited to sing at the Texas Country Music Hall of Fame in August because my Uncle David is actually being inducted this year. So. Well, congratulations to David on that part of it. Yeah. I'm, I'm originally a San Antonio boy, so that just goes to my heart right there. Oh, yeah. And, oh, yeah. And, and that's really, you know, how has the family feedback been? Because, you know, being a multi-generational, you know, singer and songwriter and star and everything else is, you know, you get the, did you get the, hey, kid, this is, you know, you, you know how hard this business is, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> did you get that or did you get the oh, encouragement? Oh, 
Yeah, I think my mom at first, you know, when I was younger, she like made me go to college. So that was a lot of wasted money at Belmont University. <laughs> get a haircut and get a real job, you know? Yeah. yeah, so she was really trying to do her best to steer me away. And, and uh, that was an expensive, <laughs> wasted road, unfortunately. Um, what, me, but, you know, okay, Tess, what did you major in? What did you major in, Tess? Well, I majored in creative writing, which also gives you really know where <laughs> <laughs> oh, it, it gave you some punctuation that you'll never use <laughs> yeah yes exactly <laughs> yeah because um, writing writing punctuation is totally different than than, than songwriting punctuation <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> yes <laughs> which let me ask you a question on that what is your uh, and i love that uh, you know free, we're not we're not saying don't go to school or don't go to college it just was different for it was a different field for test for sale to go to <laughs> and, right. uh, <laughs> yeah. and, and uh but so what what is when songwriting i always ask all, all my singer songwriters on the show that um you know is it when you hear a hook is it when the moment spurs you when when god reaches out to you uh when you see something you make a note sit down with somebody all the above yes kind of all of the above that's the thing about if you're a writer it can just hit you out of nowhere, like middle of the night, in the shower, driving down the road. And, you know, when you have that writer mind, you also hear little things when people say something, you're like, oh, that's a song, you know. And so it's really interesting because growing up the way I did, I always sang and you know, not that I didn't feel some sort of pressure about maybe being compared, but it was really natural for me to sing. But the songwriting, I was so intimidated by the songwriting. Sure. I mean, yeah, my grandmother uh, co-wrote with my granddad the song Here Comes My Baby. And literally that song uh, earned her. She was the first female in country music to win a Grammy <laughs> with that song. <laughs> and then, you know, Uncle Lefty, God, I mean, yes, he wrote. That's the way love goes, and it was a hit for Johnny Rodriguez and Merle Haggard. <laughs> so, right. Let me ask you, you know, just intimidated. Do you ever walk over? She me. Do you ever walk over to that Grammy? Look at that Grammy. And go. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Totally. Totally. Just intimidated. Something about songwriting. I feel like it's kind of easy to just get in your head, and then you overthink, and you kind of ruin it. And so I really kind of stayed away from it and it's funny because Bobby Tomberlin of course he's he's had songs cut by literally yes, everyone yes, from Kenny Rogers Willie Nelson Barbra Streisand right now he's got one on Billy Anderson and Dolly Parton <laughs> he was a writer on the hit One More Day for Diamond Rio and the thing about it is if you're a songwriter of that caliber everyone wants to write a song with you you literally you know every day someone's begging you right. to, to write a song name with yours. right exactly yeah and so, but what was funny in this situation is he and I knew each other and, and he kept telling me, Tess, I know you're a songwriter. Just, just write a song with me. Just, just write a song. I'm telling you, you're a songwriter. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I don't know. Cause I was intimidated and it was just so funny cause he was trying to get me to write. <laughs> He is, he is he is persuasive, you know? Yes. <laughs> He's it a good works guy, out but he's so that, so the, and see that and that's great. See, it's funny because your answer. Every great singer songwriter I've had on the show basically says the same thing. It's it's a whole schmaz of all of it. Yep. You know, yes. and you fit right mm -hmm. in that. So that if that gives you any confidence, okay, everybody Good to that, know. <laughs> you know all singer songwriters we'd have on the show from B J Thomas to to 
to Frank Myers to uh, wow. Ken Blasey, they've all said the same thing. So wow. you know, that's a, that's yeah. a whole lot of hits right there amongst just those three or four. Absolutely. So, so sure. you know, you fit right in there, girl, with that. Shirt. Well, good. <laughs> <laughs> so kind of feel with that part. Now, let me ask you a question. So, you know, you, you mentioned Linda Ronstadt earlier, which I absolutely love Linda. And I got know Linda way back in the days when she was with the Stone Ponies as a kid. Um, but, you know, as I, when I was a kid. But, I mean, um, you know, she was one of your big influences. Was that for her rock, country, or both? Oh, God, good question. I Probably both. I mean, that Greatest Hits album, <laughs> I literally wore that out, like, multiple i i bought more than one <laughs> let's just right, say that right right i did it i wore it out i dig it that's for sure i mean you know and, and, and linda to me is one of the greatest you know rock and roll artists and greatest vocalists of all time so i can understand absolutely I, and you know that's back when if the music was just absolutely so great it didn't even really matter you know so what what you wanted to call it you right. know it was just Ray Charles is Ray Charles, or Linda Ronstadt is Linda Ronstadt. It wasn't like you know you had to fit a mold, right? Well, and your and your mom was on both charts, pop charts and country charts, and yeah, and stuff yeah. like that. Is so I mean you know a lot of those songs crossed over in the day that, that crossed oh, yeah. over, so you could you know it wasn't necessarily. You know, yeah, if you went in the south or whatever else, oh, yeah, she's doing a country song. If you went to the north or the west coast, she was a pop right. or a rocker. You know, it kind of right. was, sure. you know, kind of where you were, like, locally labeled more than you were nationally labeled. Yes, absolutely. You know, so I, I, I think that's cool as well. And, and that kind of really helped out when you got some uh, country talent that was on the pop charts, and they'd go up north or out west, and they'd be like, oh, man, that's oh, I heard them on the radio. Yes, right. And it just it just gave them a wider audience and honestly made, you know, for bigger success. I understand that. So let me ask you a question. So when it, when it comes to right now, like if you could go back in the day and jump back in that DeLorean and go way back, you know, somebody who's no longer with us, who would you record with? Oh, God. I mean... That's, oh, that's so tough. I love, I love the time travel question, you know, because it's like, who do you say? I mean, of course, of course, if I had been on an Elvis one, I would probably still be making money from that. <laughs> so you got that angle going. Well, well, it's funny you bring that up. But, I'm going early tonight to the, I'm going to an early screening of the Elvis. Yes, movie. are you? Yes, yes, yes. yes Me I too. Am. I can't, I can't wait. And that just goes to show. I mean, are you going tonight? Yes, to an early screening here in Nashville. You, I'll, I'll text you after. We'll have to catch up. I I'll be, know. I'll be there tonight. I'll be there tonight. We'll catch up for a minute. Just okay, to say we'll hello. compare notes. We'll compare notes. Uh, oh, girl, I, I, are you excited? Oh, I'm so excited. I mean, I'm, you know, how are you not an Elvis fan? And it's, <laughs> right. and, you know, and it's so cool because actually he came and he ducked out of one of his concerts early in Vegas way back in the day to hear my grandmother singing uh, um, at the Golden Nugget. And he actually hand wrote on a napkin a little note and sent it backstage that said, Dottie, will you sing Here Comes My Baby? Love your biggest fan, Elvis. And she literally kept that like her whole life. There's a picture of them together, and I mean, get that out, get, really get any better than Elvis? Yeah, that is awesome. I you know now now I, get, now I got my Elvis Daddy West story. That is incredible. I know, I know. She was she didn't fan out too much either, but she totally fanned out over that. <laughs> 
you know, you know, I, it, it, come on. First of, first of all, you take the 68 comeback special. You, you show me a better looking cat and then, then he can sing too. Oh man. Yeah. You know? Oh yeah. Oh <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I made a joke with BJ Thomas on the show one time. I says, he says, what, what the best Elvis story? He says, uh, I took my wife down to meet him in, uh, in, in the theater in Memphis. And I'm like, you do remember how good looking he was, right? Right. <laughs> you <know>? Do you <laughs> know that's danger zone? <laughs> <laughs> you know, he says, "Oh, he said he was a beautiful man and charming." I'm like, "Wow!" And, 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 and his wife, of course, his wife was wonderful. She left in the background. She got it, but it was it was it was hilarious because I was like, "Man, <laughs> man, you, you, you were a better man than I was." Bringing- right. <laughs> <laughs> You know that that is, that is great. So I I love that you share that great story with with, with Miss Dottie Weston and and the uh-huh. King. That is absolutely incredible. Yes. I mean, well, okay. So I'm I'm gonna throw that out there. Since since you're a King fan, what song would you sing with the King? Oh God, that oh man, not a hard question, really, Jess Brazell. What song would you sing with the King of Rock and Roll? You know, he. I mean, he's just absolutely the King, and just. Uh, I can't even think of anyone who has a catalog like his. Right. With just the amount of songs and hits, like for one person, is absolutely unheard of. Right. And you know, what's really crazy is if here in Nashville, if you go on the Studio B tour, the little Studio B um, that's still here, everything is just like it was, and you can see a video of my grandmother cutting there, and then you walk into the studio, and they play you... um, some of the songs that Elvis literally cut there. And I mean, you cannot walk out of that tour without goosebumps all over your body. I don't care who you are. <laughs> right. And, and, I, and I love that because it's, it's kind of as, you know, I, I was saying is the wrong word. Maybe calloused as, as we can be to being around many people. And, and you're still fans, you know, and I'm still a fan of, you know, people, uh, even if I know them and everything else. A fan, sure. of the, a fan of the music and everything else. A lot of people are sure. they're afraid to say that. And just, I don't care, you know. Right. But, but, I mean, you walk into things like that, and you're right, I do. I'll get goosebumps walking in there, too. So yes. I love the idea to say it. So so give me a song or two that you'd sit there and say, yeah, I'd love to, I would love to have done that. Oh, God. Maybe, maybe Can't Help Falling in Love from 61. Of course, Suspicious Minds. Oh, my favorite song. Oh. Oh, suspicious Minds from 69 might be like top. I don't, but it's like, that's like picking your favorite kid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I dig it and I understand it, you know, and, and it is, so, so those are your two favorite Elvis songs? Yeah, yeah, those might be definitely top, top five. Hey, maybe, 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 maybe you'll come out with a, a cover of Suspicious Minds one day. Well, maybe so. Never say never. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, that that's really cool, and I appreciate you sharing a little bit of a King thing there because that's that's really awesome. And uh, uh, like I said, I am looking forward to, to tonight and going to check it out. You know, and get yeah. an early spot of it. But now, as far as the fact of okay, so give me give me a female from back in the day. Oh God, you know, probably Tammy Wynette. Nice. Just absolutely, it's just like you literally hear her crying in her voice as she sings. Yes, <laughs> you know, yes. it's like I don't know that the emotion gets any stronger as far as like singers who sing the emotion. I mean, just absolutely. Yeah, and I'm friends was... with her daughter Georgette Jones, which yes. is of course George Jones um, was her dad too. But I mean. She, I just don't know that it gets any better. 
Yeah, and Georgette's been on the show, and, 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 and I agree. And yeah, she definitely had that man, like, the album, he wanted to wipe off the tears, you know? I mean, yes! Yeah. I'm like, dang, was she literally crying as she sang this? I, I, think, I think that part you made earlier about the songs, the songs then of the emotion coming off of them sometimes just really, I mean... Uh, you know, I, I actually listened to She Stopped Loving Her Today just the other day just to point out uh, a thing. Alan Jackson yeah. said that was the saddest song he ever heard and sung it yeah. at George's, you know, funeral. And I said, that is God, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make you laugh. You know, I listened to okay. that song a million times and I'm in my 50s, right? Yes. I didn't know what that song meant until about 10 years ago. Really? Oh, I'm gonna, wow. I'm going to show my idioticism. You know, I, you know, listen to words, beautiful song. Sure. Da, 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 da. sure. And all of a sudden it came to him like, Damn, really? Yeah. I had the Eve, really bunk- had the Eve Bunker moment. Oh, right. I got it. Exactly. You know? <laughs> <laughs> about 10 years later, 20 years, 30 yeah. years later, it comes to me. But it, right. it, granted, it's one of those things that you're just the emotions coming out of it. And that's what I wanted to sit there yeah. and say with the wrong one. I do yeah. feel emotion in the song. Yeah, awesome. Well, then that's a huge compliment. You know, I know it came all the way around the way, Ben, to get back here, but, you know, but I mean, uh, and you're such a fun interview, by the way. I, I'd love to oh, have you on. I hope you. you come back on again. Thank um, you. But it, it, it really is. It's well done. Um, I missed you at CMA Fest. Apologies. I tried to get to everybody, but I just... No, was, it was crazy. <laughs> you know, I mean, 10 billion people, you know, and yes. I, wow, you know, um, that was the first time we're allowed to play again, you know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, you, you kind of have a CMA Fest hangover the next week. <laughs> exactly. Yes, ma'am. I'll recover sometime next month. Uh, you know. <laughs> But but I, I really like I really liked the song. I liked the way you, Thank you, you did it. It came out really fresh. Um, Thank you. You know, and I think that's what I wrote on there was fresh. And uh, and uh, I had to look at my notes, but I took off my glasses. I can't read them. <laughs> but but very fresh, and, and it has a great feel to it. And emotion, I think it is. You you feel it. Um, thank you thank you yeah that's what i was really going after is just you know singing that emotion just like those old you know like tammy wynette on till i get it right back in 72 you know where you feel the emotion you know you're the only person besides me that i know that quotes times of when songs put out you know november, well I, you know, november, <laughs> i'm november, not six, always on it but sometimes <laughs> well november 69 suspicious minds this is you know i i, I know yep. that you know i mean it's it's, yep. it's so i'm like when you sit down i was like damn girl you know that's pretty cool <laughs> <laughs> i mean that, that 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 that's fun but you know when it comes to the, the more current it gets yeah, i get more fun well then know. things get funny <laughs> <laughs> you know then you asked me what happened last month yeah not so much Unless yeah somebody, i don't know like, like this i'll remember this i'll remember hey look when i had tests on the show blah you know and blah 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 oh. you know, and this song I, re- I remember that you know but, oh good but so so now today in today's idea who would you record with today oh god that's a great question you know it's whew, i mean there are there are definitely some newer newer acts that i like i love war and treaty they're a duo um that's a newer act and they've got a really cool soulful sound to them. But, you know, I'd actually, you know, we've still got some like Leanne Womack. I would totally love to do something with her. Oh my God. She's incredible. <laughs> she's just absolutely phenomenal. So, 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 so give me a dude, give me a dude, maybe another, another girl. 
Oh, dude. You know what I need to do? I need, We need to call up Jeannie Seeley and say, Jeannie, let's... Um, <laughs> what? Right. Let's, she got the Rolodex, man. Everybody wants to sing with her. <laughs> I know. I know. Well, we've got... I think we've got a, a time set maybe to write a song with each other. But I think... I, you know it would be really amazing? Is to actually go out on the Opry stage and sing with her. Because she still, to this day, sometimes sings um, Here Comes My Baby uh, right. on the Opry in remembrance of my grandmother. But I, I'd love to do that with her on that stage. That'd be just incredible. You, you can't top a moment like that. And yeah. uh, for, for being, what's it like to be back out, you know, kind of like, you know, getting back with the people and seeing in front of a live crowd? Because to me, there's nothing like a live crowd. Do you agree? Oh, nothing like a live crowd. And I'll tell you what, nothing to get you to appreciate a live crowd like coming off of a pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> so I appreciate it every time, you know, actual applause, actual, you know, connection with the audience. There's just really nothing like that. Yeah, two people, 20, 200, 2,000, 20,000, yep. it, it, it just, yep. you know, uh, you don't take those for granted anymore. No, nope. <laughs> you know? nope, certainly do not. <laughs> you know, where can everybody find you on social media? Oh, gosh, well, I've got my Facebook artist page, Tess Frizzell, and you can also find me on TikTok, where I do lots of, you know, different little stories. Posted one today of Patsy Klein, a really cool backstory with her. And um, then Instagram, pretty much, you know, all the places you got to be. <laughs> <laughs> I understand that. Uh, I love that. And do you have your own website? Yes, I do. But you know what? On my Facebook, that's really where I am the most because I'll post like upcoming shows and then, but also little fun little behind the scenes stories. And sometimes I'll, I'll put up what I call a baby book photo where it's like <laughs> someone randomly, uh, you know, like Willie Nelson holding me as a baby or Tammy Wynette holding me as a baby or Amy Lou Harris holding me as a baby. And it's just hilarious, honestly, because of course, that. like I said, at the time it meant nothing. And now it is so funny <laughs> to look back on. Well, I mean, you know, I mean, you know, Willie Nelson. I mean, bless his heart, he's 155 years old. You know, and, and, right? And and, 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 I, and I know Willie. I love you, Willie. You know that I'm joking. Yes. Um, you know, but but he's legendary. You know. Oh yeah. And, and you know, you look at that, so you sit back and go, "Wow, man, there's Willie Nelson holding me as a baby." I mean, yeah. You know, as a kid, as a teenager, maybe a young 20s, you're looking at going. Ah, uh, yeah, that's neat, but okay, yeah, it was right, a right. And then all of a sudden, now you're an artist yourself, and you're gone. Yes, man, yes. Yeah, that's Willie Nelson, dude. Yes, <laughs> and now it's like, what? <laughs> Willie Nelson helping us, baby? Yeah, and now it hits. So there's your there's your male artist. I'd love to do something with because he's actually still around, and what a cool full circle moment that could be. We were only kidding about the 155 uh, Willie. Um, yeah, <laughs> I said that she didn't. Um, no, um, no, no. But it, it is done, and, and that's cool, and that's a great pick. That's absolutely a great pick. Well, you know. Yeah. And by the way, do you have a merch page? Oh well, I you know actually I do paintings too, but I also put those on my Facebook, so you can pretty much find everything there. And and I'll do like original art of like Hank Williams. And, um, really? or my grandmother. Yes. And so I sent some of those down to Montgomery for the Hank Williams museum, but mostly I post those on my, on my Facebook. And so, 
Yeah, I got that whole, you know, creative thing going. But ask me to do taxes and I'm in real trouble. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, hey, look, you know, you're the talent and you pay somebody to do the taxes, you know. So, okay, you know, that's cool. That's, that's cool. That's, that's understandable. We all have to have our faults somewhere, you know. Right. <laughs> you know, and that, that's understandable. It has been such a pleasure having you on. Oh, um, thank you so much. You know, I, I, I'll tell you what, honestly, I, I, I had seen a little bit of your work. And when I was pres- uh, when I when I came to me and sit there and said, "Hey man, look, you have to get this talented girl, young girl on," and I was like, "Okay, I gotta look at this." I said, "I saw your last name." I was like, "I know, I know, I've seen your work." And then I went and then I, I listened to the wrong one. And I was like, "Oh man, I like that. That's that's cool." Nice. You know? it, it, it's it, I've already I've already subs- go to go to her YouTube, Tess Frizzell's YouTube, nice. and hit, hit subscribe and like. And yes, it's it's, it's it's a great song. Pump that thing up. And by the way, my to all my people out there on Lifebox Media Channel and our audience out there, you know, make sure when you go to Spotify, Apple, whatever, you hit the likes, you hit the subscribes, you hit the follows of everything else. Is, yes. You know, go to Tess Frizzell's, all of those, and hit the likes and subscribes yes. and the follows. Make some comments. Yes. Give them the five star buttons. You know, the whole deal that comes out to them because the fact that the wrong one's one of those great songs. It's the right one. Yeah. Well, thank you for saying that. It helps us artists out in this really weird day and time of putting music out. So thank you. (laughs) No, it's a pleasure, you know. And I and like I said, you know, I listen. I listened to the song. I literally had it on. I was tired last night, and I listened to it part way, and I listened to it again part way, and I'm like, I got to give it a fresh sense. And literally, right before you came on the air, I said, just I got to listen again. Says I just. It's funny you said that feeling out of the song. Yeah. And when you start off on that first part of it is. You know, you kind of go right in those first the first set of lyrics there. You kind of get that old school, but it was like yeah. it's like it was like an old polished piece of brass. Yeah, awesome. So, thank you again. Thank you so much for coming on. I appreciate it. Can't wait to share some notes with you about the King tonight. I know about <laughs> the Elvis movie. And, and, well, thank and, you so much for having me. Oh, this has been fun. It's a, it's a true brother. Lifebox Media Channel. Go check out T- Tess Frizzell everywhere. The wrong one. Like and subscribe. Lifebox Media Channel, we are out.